Welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome back to the School of Laughs podcast. My name is Rick Roberts, and today, alongside me as usual, I've got Gavin Miller, our Hello. Ex- extreme producer. How's it going, sir? <laughs> it's going good. Going really good. Good to have you in here today. Hey, we're going to talk today about some website to-do list items. Yes. I know a few of my friends here in Nashville, uh, one particular guy who just w- recently went full-time is putting together his website, Cool. and it made me think about maybe looking at mine again and seeing yeah. what needs to be tweaked, and all in the same week. My web designer who helped me at the previous site said, hey, man, you need to get mobile friendly, and I'm going to spill all that out on your website and make it look good for you. I said, okay. So that's going to be our topic today, some website to-dos. Not a totally conclusive list, but something to give you a little thing. Little, little. Well, I could I could definitely use it because I am I just purchased I guess my domain name through uh, I think I used GoDaddy maybe or sure. something like that. But I use it just GavinMillerComedy.com. That that and was it. That's, that's all you got so far. <laughs> yeah, that that is literally there's nothing there. Well, this is a perfect <laughs> that's podcast what I've got, for so, you. Yeah, oh, excellent. Well, if you have any questions along the way about as, yeah. you, as you're thinking about building yours. Um, I'll tell you what I know and what I don't know. Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. Cool. So we'll get to that in just a second. Some website to-do list items for you. A couple things I want to mention is uh, we're getting ready to move into the new year pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty much the 4th of July weekend is going to be our second year birthday party Gosh. kickoff. We're going to be tweaking a few things. And if you haven't listened to the past few podcasts, one thing we're going to do is to start off each podcast by seeing if we can help you with a specific joke. Yeah. So if you have a very short joke, it could be your opening joke, could be any kind of joke, uh, write it out or send us a link to a clip of it. And if that's okay with you, we'll play a little snippet of it on the air. Yeah. And then maybe give you some ideas of where you could take it. For sure. Uh, we want to include that as much as we can if we get the feedback to do it. We've yeah. got a few already in the pipeline, <laughs> so that's promising. But uh, take some time and send us a link to one of those. Also on the uh, schooloflast.com website, uh, if you are out there writing about comedy and your journey in comedy, uh, it can be from any level, from beginning to somewhere 10 years past where I've been, and you would like to do a guest blog post, I'm totally open to that. I guess I should have mentioned that a long time ago. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but shoot me an email at schooloflast at gmail.com with maybe a link to a previous post or a sample post, and I'll definitely consider it and see if we can't get you on the site, and I'll promote yeah. your post just as much as I promote mine as they come out so those are a couple things i wanted to let you know about very cool and also if you got anything that's coming up that's really big and you'd like to sponsor one of the podcasts yeah uh we've got 15 30 and 60 second spots available yes in the new year cool not every episode is going to have them but i'm open to having those and they'll be very affordable just shoot me an email at that same school of last at gmail address and i'll fill you in more on that but if you got a project yeah. or a dvd or this a big an show awesome focused audience yeah that is I we're mean, global yeah <laughs> and we've got a lot of people tuning in every week so if you got yeah. something to get out even if it's just to promote your own website whatever it might be let me know and we'll get you hooked up yeah cool and as you know we like to thank people who are listening to us already which yeah. includes you but maybe you listening out there have not left an itunes or a stitcher review we would love one we got a couple more. I'm cool. just going to read one here. This is from Gunny Sarge. Gunny. It says, from funny in the shower to funny on the stage. <laughs> which uh, you can I didn't know of, where that next one was going. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Depressing in the shower yeah. <laughs> at my age. 
It says, I've been giving speeches and presentations for years and found humor to be one of the best teachers. If you can make someone laugh, you can teach them anything, even boring subjects. I love this podcast. Thanks, Rick and Gavin. That is very true. Thank you, sir. And that is true. Uh, I do some speeches, and I definitely know to put my anchor key takeaway points right next to some humor so people can associate it and remember it. So very cool. That's cool. Well, thanks for the reviews. Let's get into our topic today about building your website or if you have one kind of looking at it again as a refresher and what can you do to kind of update it uh so gavin just mentioned he just purchased gavin miller comedy.com yeah Yeah, because everything else was taken gavin miller was taken yes gavin miller everything i I, that 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 is the only thing if you can get your name go purchase it right right get it now so you got it and you got the dot com which i think is, is are two key things a you've got a, an easily pronounced and spellable name. Yes. Your name, Gavin yeah. Miller. I can only think it's of a- one way to spell each of those names. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Miller's a great, well-known. So Gavin Miller, comedy.com. Yeah, I had to kind of – that was the only thing I didn't know if I should put, I mean, comedy or something else in there, performer, who know, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. – or comedian. I didn't know what to say. I feel like I'm none of those yet, <laughs> but this is for the future, you know, so yeah. – well, I like comedy because that that'll entail everything you do, anything I do, not just right. on stage. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, performer, and it's all, it's shorter. Gavin yeah. Miller comedy. I know a lot of comics out there that have a similar thing. Uh, I think we've mentioned on previous podcasts about some comics that had some pretty hard to pronounce names. Yeah, like Kostaki Economopoulos <laughs> or Keith Alberstadt. Yes. with the silent D yeah. before the T. And so I think D- Keith is KeithComedy.com. Yeah. And, oh, that's uh, good, yeah. And Kostaki, I can't even remember what he did with this, but he made it something really short. <laughs> yeah. And so if you've got a long name out there and you think, man, this gets misspelled and mispronounced all the time, think about maybe just using your first name if it's easier to spell. A letter, yeah. And then comedy like Gavin did yeah. with his. But something that's easy to remember for the audience because, you know, if you mention it in your show, hey, check out my website. Yeah. If it's one of these uh, really hard to pronounce or really long ones, Nobody's going to remember it. Yeah, and don't try not to put anything. The other thing I see is, like, something clever in it. They try to put something clever into the thing, and it's like, I can't remember that. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes me think, too. Um, I know some comics in the past that put, like, their catchphrase as their website, and then they're married to that joke, whether they grow past it or not for the rest of their entire lives yes now it might not be a bad thing that's a joke you're always going to do or people know you for but man it really limits you and then when people are searching your name on the internet it's not going to come up at all it's just a catchphrase that might be searchable you know what i mean it reminds me of uh when we had um the guys in here from the Guinness Book of World Records that's exactly what it reminded me and it took me 45 minutes to figure out how to put here it is at at bat on a cat hat that is the twitter the twitter handle handle at at bat on a cat hat (laughs) i was like i can't remember it's something about cats or kittens or whatever and it took me like 45 minutes to finally figure out like what it was right and i'm like do you want people to follow you on twitter it seems (laughs) like no (laughs) not really (laughs) no i'm gonna tweet into the silence yeah uh, so make it easy to remember and easy to spell, if at all possible, and get that .com. Yeah. Um, and if you think, I mean, if you're going to be a big-time, full-time comedian, you might want to grab the .net and .org just so somebody so. else doesn't get one yeah. and uh, terrorize you and, and yeah. you know do a parody site where they just slam everything you do. Totally. Uh, just getting those domain names are pretty cheap. Now I'm cheap. panicked because I didn't do that. I'm like, oh, God. You're safe. I should go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, think, you think you're going to be world famous one day? <laughs> no, probably not. Well. Oh, God. But 
it is good to go ahead and grab those if, if you can. Yeah. They're only like 12 or 15 bucks a year or something like that. And yeah. then nobody else is out there tainting your name with just right. horrible slander the other thing, stuff. The other thing is the um, your email address is also that same thing. Right. So that was like real crucial for me because I was like, oh, everybody, everybody sort of throws a question in there when it's like something something dot net or something like that. it's like oh that's weird you yeah. know and when it's dot com it's like it seems very legit and so the email address i wanted to make it seem like it was yes email me at gavin at gavin miller comedy dot com oh yeah i'm glad you brought that up because it's such a default thing to think it's at dot com, com. Like, yeah you email somebody right and they there was go, a, uh, yeah well, there's a couple of my previous students who um have professions uh, associated with comedy, but not specifically comedy. But they had .net and .org and right. stuff, and like my emails were bouncing back yeah. because I just assumed it was .com, yep. and that's how it kind of finished in there. So you want to get that .com if you can, and uh, look pro, cool. and and that will also we'll just dovetail really quickly with what you said. Your email address at if at all possible, should be a .com when yeah. you're pursuing business. If you're more casual with somebody else, like I've got the gmail.com for us. Oh, I've got that, so, yeah. So that I don't have to log into a cPanel and check emails you know, right. specifically. So yeah. it's a slightly lazier way, but because I use Google Analytics and different things, yeah. it all plugs in. So that's, I'm, I'm letting you know that I'm aware that we don't have <laughs> schoolofast.com yeah. as our email address because it would take me longer to get back it, to everybody. Yeah, and it depends on what you're doing. You know, it just, it really does. So. Yeah, so I like the Gmail for that. Okay, um, when people hit your website, yes, and I'm going to call myself out on this one too, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, for the School of Last website, I, I never even thought about putting my face on that. Right. Because uh, it, it was all We about, all decided that's a good thing. Well, no. I think a lot of people did. It was crashing servers. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was taking a down a lot of time to download all those yeah. wrinkles oh, and, God. and crow's feet. <laughs> I mean, it was crashing websites everywhere. Um, so so I'm guilty on the schoolofland.com website of not yeah. having my face on the homepage nice and clear. Right. Uh, but when I started it, I really didn't. I wasn't anticipating the podcast catching on like it has. Yeah. And, you know, somebody commented, hey, when, when people log on, they want to see what you look like. And maybe even a picture of Gavin on there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> so we'll get that tweaked out. Yeah, but if you go to that. my rickroberts.com website, you'll see there's plenty of pictures of right. me and everything I'm talking about here. That website's pretty much been tweaked. So uh, especially if you're a comedian, people want to see that face that they saw on stage. And it's just yeah. instantly makes them think, okay, I'm in the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's exactly it, yeah. So you want a, a nice picture, make it easy to download. Yeah. Um, don't go with the highest graphic files on any of this stuff. Yeah. You can go to websites like PicMonkey and PicLab yeah. and PicResizer and take a, a huge mega file and it will sample it just like an MP3 samples a song. Yeah. And, and it looks almost identical. If you it, take something straight out of your camera, like a DSLR camera or something, uh, that yeah. file will be massive yeah. and will take a forever for your uh, computer to download it. Especially the first time they visit your website when yeah. it's not in the cache. cache file, yeah. Right? So uh, make it as small of a file, nice as a picture, as recent as a picture <laughs> as you can put up there. Uh, don't even get, get me started done. on that. I need to get one done. <laughs> yeah. But you want your face on there if all possible. And, you know, a couple of quick credits where people may know, might know you from. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have credits yet, that's fine. Maybe they just saw you at the whatever open mic. Uh, don't worry about it. But if you've got some nice credits, put those in there. And a quick couple of bio lines. Okay. Like this comic is this, this, and this. And if at all possible, have quotes from other people saying those things. Right. This comic is so bad he has to outsource his material about a face homeless Facebook joke to Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it still <laughs> failed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's always better to have the I your we talked about your um, 
what do we call it? It's your ideal audience? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, the ultimate audience. Ultimate audience. So if you can have a quote from your ultimate audience member on your site, yeah. that will attract other people that you're trying to get. Right. So, for example, my Rick, rickroberts.com site, that is for corporate events, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So the quotes I want on there are from event planners. Okay. If you're in the clubs all the time, you might want quotes from your audience members or maybe a club manager or two okay. in there. Or a headliner that's worked with you that said something nice about right. you. <laughs> and that just gives you a little bit of credibility until you build up your credits. Okay. So something in there. Um, how, do, how does that work? Like, I mean, obviously somebody may have said you might have opened up for somebody and they go like, oh, you did a great job. And then when you're doing your website, then how do you go get – do you ask them for – Yeah. Uh, do you call them up or say – could you great, say something good about me in the next four seconds so a, that I can – It's a great question. <laughs> write that down. You never – yeah. A, you never want to put anything on there that you didn't clear with somebody else. Okay. All right. So if you worked with somebody and on, on the way off stage and said, hey, that was a great set. Right. Even if it seems like it's overblown. Even if you right. seem like you're doing a joke or something about it. Okay. Yeah, because – you know, as you know, people take these things whether they take them for true or not. It's it's you're taking their name and putting it on something. Right. You're borrowing some of their influence. Yeah. Yeah. Some of their currency. Right. <laughs> a so bit, yeah. so like Gavin, when you go ahead and build your website, <laughs> anything I've said in any of these podcasts, you just can't take the quotes <laughs> right. and throw them in yeah. there. Like Rick Roberts says, "Hey, that's great." Even though I was telling you like yeah. the sound of the podcast, uh, right. not your yeah. material. Rick Roberts says this is the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you know it's it's you. You want to have a relationship with that person uh, down the line. If yeah, you, you know, it's not. A, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but I would hate to be qu- quoted out of context and without my permission. Yeah. So, so would you just send them an email like with the quote, maybe the and like, hey, I remember you said something like this the other day. Is it fine if I put this on my website? I would do that. Okay. Yeah, I would. Say, and uh, you know, ideally, just do it in the green room after the show while it's okay. fresh in their mind and say, gotcha. hey, do you? I was really nice what you said about me. Is can I put that on my website? Yeah. And if they say no, don't. But if they say, yeah, do it, but also send them a reminder email saying, yeah. hey, I did put this on my website. That's still cool. Yeah, okay. Because they might. If they, they say, no, don't, prepare for the most awkward stare that you've ever had happen yeah, in yeah, the world. Yeah. No, don't. <gasps> okay. But it's true. And for the people out there that are speakers or do corporate events, the you know same thing kind of goes into play. If I always do a follow-up email with people that book me. Okay. Uh, within a month, what I basically do is at the end of the month, I, I reconnect one more time. I've already sent them a thank you note, a yeah. thank you email. But at the very end of the month, I say, hey, I'm closing out the month. I'm looking through things, and I just needed to update my references. Would you mind gotcha. giving me three or four sentences that I can update to my website? Put on there. And also have verified through the Speakers Association, cool. which I, you know, that goes onto a different profile. Yeah. And people are pretty happy to do it. Cool. But I try not to let it spill past a month because then they don't really remember right. as much yeah. as the details as they should. Who are you? Yeah. And then can I quote you on that? Yeah. <laughs> like. And and I'll just throw this in here while we're, I'm mentioning that. If, if you do that method, speakers and comedians who do corporate work, um, send them that post like at 10, 30, 11 in the morning. Yes. So they've got time in the afternoon to do it. If you send it to them at 4 or 5, they're going to say, hey, I'll get on it tomorrow, and they won't have time. Tomorrow. Or during lunch yeah. that is also a bad time to, yeah. so to send stuff. Give them some time to reply in the same day because if they don't, it's probably not going to get done. Yep. And that's just because they're busy, you know? Yeah. They're busy trying to find somebody else yeah. to <laughs> clean up your mess the last time you performed at their event. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think also it's very important these days to have a video on your homepage. Yes. Now, you want it to obviously be your best clip, your most recent clip, your most all-encompassing I cannot run anybody away from my website with this clip. Right. Even if you're a confrontational or edgy comic, you might want to have um, something that people can sit through okay. at work. And yeah. People are logging on, maybe a little less cussing or whatever. 
but have a clip that they can pull up, get a, a sample of what you're all about, and then as soon as that clip is done, more options for them to click more clips. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? And just have that as a quick uploading video as well, okay. just like your picture file. Don't want to be too big. You How many want, minutes do you think? Maybe oh, like a two-minute oh, clip? Oh, no, no. 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. Just okay. a quick, here's who I am, and yeah. then they can click more on that. Okay, gotcha. I mean, let's, let's face it. If they're if they're clicking it, it's great, but you yeah. want to have them zoning out. <clears throat> okay. Always leave them wanting more. So just it could be a highlight sizzle reel kind of a clip where it shows you just in a bunch of different places. Well, that's what I was going to say is sometimes like that, that, that first, you know, couple of seconds video thing isn't really great when it's like welcome to the stage and blah 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 that's got like a lot of lead time mm. as you're getting up there maybe just cut something from the middle <laughs> right and i'm guilty of that if, uh, if you want to see what not to do <laughs> on my uh, rickroberts.com site i've got a speaker demo and a comedy demo okay and both of them i think i'm going to tighten up the front and get the laughs a lot closer to the right. beginning okay especially the speaker demo it's almost a 30 second almost like an intro lead in, to yeah. the video okay and I, and I know for a fact i'm going to be working on that and i've got some cool. clips ready to go so once again i'm telling you things that you need to do because hey, I need we to all do it because we all get uh, bogged down with you know with work we're just doing stuff and that you know is stuff that trails off but absolutely you yeah. gotta look at it sometime you wear a lot of hats in this business for yeah. sure another thing you might want to have uh, i would say definitely have are some social media buttons oh, on your site yeah yeah so okay. people can, you know, because most people aren't going to be checking your website every week right? or every month or more than once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give them a link to where they'll see you posting daily on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if you're more doing the corporate stuff, a LinkedIn link is okay as okay. well. Um, and depending on what you're doing out there, uh, your YouTube channel, if you're updating that regularly, you want that to be clicked on. Okay. And I think we've got all these going on, on on both my sites. Yeah, and different different websites, sometimes they have like the the feeds, you know. Right. So as soon as you post something on your YouTube channel, it will show up on your website channel. Same with your Twitter feed and all that stuff. But there does still need to be the buttons so that they can easily go subscribe <laughs> go right. make it so easy to subscribe to whatever it is that it's almost hard for them not to <laughs> right yeah that's, that's a good point so you want to have those suckers in there and yeah those little widgets where they can yeah, include yeah, yeah. your most well, recent tweet what that name was widget yeah. widget yeah <laughs> yeah mine are um, wordpress sites and there's all kinds of plugins yeah and other sites they call them widgets or what have you but those things can just automatically refresh your website yep. every day yeah now why would you want to do that when Google crawls with their robots and their crawlers and their spiders or whatever. The, when they're looking through the matrix. They're looking through the matrix. They want to find new information. So that post yeah. on Facebook will show up as new information on your website right. and keep your website relevant. Ah, yeah, that's so that's a, a good reason to do it. Didn't think about that. That's good. Yeah. that's a, There's a lot of different things Google does I can't even figure out. But I know that right. to be true. Yeah. Is that huh. new content is a, a plus for sure. Cool. So you want that social media stuff. You also want to be able to... Um, show that you have followers or show how many people have uh, liked a post like when we do the school of last podcast and blog post there's a little tray down there it's got right. the facebook and twitter and different thing and you can see how many people have listened or liked or okay. read the post yeah and that just shows people hey 300 people check it's this going, one out yeah it's better than the 50 one maybe yeah. this has got something <laughs> i should say and that also just kind of shows people that you're relevant and that mm -hmm. you're doing what you're doing you know if you don't have those you could have a very stagnant website and you see those all the time where it's like, they haven't updated this thing in 20 years. Right. What's, you know, what's this thing even doing out here? And you're just creating – don't create work more work for yourself. Right. Like make things automatic. And and then you'll it'll look like you're working on it every day, which you're not. Right. You know? Right. It needs to look fresh even though you might be refreshing it from somewhere else. Yeah. And don't put um, – maybe that would be another trick uh, – 
I'm sort of taking from the film industry as well is like, don't put dated things on as permanent fixtures of your website because it time stamps it. And if, if you haven't checked it in the, you know, eight months or something and your last story was about XYZ, something that happened in the news, mm-hmm. that's going to look come across as very dated. Exactly. You know. Yep. You want to keep it uh, keep it fresh and rele- yeah. re- relevant for sure. Okay. Here's probably the most important two okay. or three things. This, right. you know, we're kind of warming up to it, but here's, here's what you got to have. Okay. All right. You need to have some kind of call to action. Okay. A CTA. CTA. All right. Which, you know, for years I never heard of this term. I can't believe I lived as long as I have and have been somewhat successful in comedy (laughs) without knowing the term call to action. Right. Okay. But when I go to these speakers meetings, that's almost all they talk about is if somebody's going to visit your website, you... You're sitting there for a reason, mm-hmm. okay? You want them to know about you or whatever. That's that's a very generic reason. Sure. You want to collect their email address, okay. find out who they are, get some kind of interaction going. So a call to action could be something like, hey, click here to join my newsletter list. Okay. Okay. That's fine, but tell them why. <laughs> I mean, I see this all the time on Twitter. Right. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Yeah. Tell me why I should. Okay. Tell me why I should. Follow me on Twitter for up-to-date, uh, relevant news stories about comedy say, every like, day. You were looking at me. I was like, I don't know. I post <laughs> things about like woodworking and and terrible jokes. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't know, Rick. You shouldn't follow me. Don't. <laughs> I don't know why I should because you haven't told me <laughs> why you should. Right. But, but I see that all the time. You know, Facebook um, posts saying, "Hey, f- follow me on Twitter." Yeah. Tell me why I should. Right. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Why? You know, let people know what is in it for them. Right. Okay. Um, so a newsletter. That term almost uh, shuts some people down, like uh, yeah. a newsletter, right. you yeah. know. So, like us, we call it a tip sheet because yeah. that's really what it is. It has yeah. those relevant articles, and it's more inform- – a newsletter is, sounds like it's all about me. Right. But the tip sheet is all about you guys out there, so that's why we call it a tip sheet. And it is kind of just for the people that know about it from this podcast. Okay. I don't let anybody else know about it from any other method. So I know that the people that are checking out the tip sheet have listened to this or checked out a blog post. Right. There's no other way they can so find out about it. So then you know that. That's cool. Yeah, just so I kind of get a, a barometer of, of who's following it and who's yeah. really into it. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm really happy to say that about uh, close to 60% – of the people that listen to our podcast or read the blogs or on the Insider Tip Sheet. Yeah. So you guys that's that awesome. are listening aren't just casual listeners. You're really into pursuing comedy. Yeah. And that's the kind of people that we're trying to help out. So cool. give them a call to action. If Maybe you're trying to sell your new CD. Like I just pulled up uh, one of the comics here in Nashville. Just had a Comedy Central special. Yeah. Uh, Nate Bragazzi. Yes. And the first thing you see is here's my Comedy Central special. Here's how you can buy the CD that goes with it or the DVD. Right. That's a specific call to action. And that might be, you know, for the next six weeks, then he'll have a different one up. You know, come see me so at this concert. Or, the opposite would be thanks for visiting yeah. on your website. Because yeah. it's just like, well, okay, thank you, too, I guess. I don't know. Bye. Yeah, you should never go to a website and not not be compelled to do something. Right, okay. And just, you know, what you should do right now is have somebody, anybody that's listening out there that has a website, buy a friend a coffee, go to a, a, a coffee, whatever, yeah. coffee place. What do you call those? Coffee shops? Shops? Okay, cafe. <laughs> and just pull up your website. Yeah, cafes. Prime them with some caffeine and say, what do you think about this? Yeah. You know, what? what is this website asking you to do? You yeah. Know? And they'll they'll see some things that you don't see. Uh, they definitely will. That's my wife's job is just to see things that I don't see and tell me where I went wrong. Yeah. And, but it's crazy because you do see it from somebody else's eyes because they go like, oh, the font's so small, it's hard to read. And you're like... Well, that's a good point. I should yeah. probably change that so that you don't have to. Like, I noticed this on some of the mobile things. Like, 
you gotta scroll so far in just to be able to read the thing like because the font is so small Mm -hmm. i don't know that's one thing that gets me and then you're you know yeah and there's definitely like font guidelines you know 18 point for this you know 35 for that or whatever you can i mean you can google search those and and print out it maybe we'll do that one day but at least at least look into that stuff because that it's super important because the last thing you want is somebody to just look at it and go, ah, it's too small. Bye. Right, next. Right. Click next. Make it easy for the people visiting. It's better to give them just a tad bit of information that's yeah. super clear with a call to action than a ton of information with no call to action. Yeah. They don't have to know your whole history from their first visit. Yeah. You know, get them involved. Get them sign up through your social stuff, and they'll <laughs> yeah. find out more about you. Okay, so you want to do that. Also, you want your contact information on there. Right. The about page or the contact page. And I know for, like, the stuff that I do, I'd like to get a lot of information from the client before I quote them a price on my corporate events. Right. But I also know that some people hate forms and won't ever fill them out. Yeah. So if you're going to have a a form page or a contact page, also give them your phone number, very clear and visible, and your email address so that if they want to just do it that way, they can do it. That's what I do. I hate those little form boxes, and so I'll take the email address and put it in. I'll physically do that so that I can write the email in like Outlook or something like that as opposed to the little box. Mm -hmm. It drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) don't even get me started on the CAPTCHA. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, the little numbers. I never get those right. The things, they're so hard to read. I mean, I don't know. First off, I need my glasses. Second, I'm dyslexic to a degree. Third, they're very small and they're ambiguous on purpose. Yeah. It's like an R or an E or a... Is that a Russian character? I've been hitting the little audio thing lately. Those are, and it says it. Yeah, and here, if you've never done that, just hit the audio thing once. And if it's like R L K eight, it's four different people saying those things. Oh, so like you can actually record your voice to do that. To do it, so it's like okay. R L eight. <laughs> you know, it sounds right. really weird. Exactly. But I can oh, almost nine so times funny. out of ten get it that way. Tell it, yeah. But you know, it's 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 one of those things. Forms, just like we had that whole conversation with your father yes. randy some people are form type people some yeah. people are, would rather call you on the phone because they've got that personality they want to talk yeah and some are bullet point i want to get it done yep. they'll just rather email you yeah or so, call or just yeah, whatever yeah mm-hmm. they're gonna just get it done yeah yeah but do not just set up a form and that's it yeah now you might be afraid to give out your phone number uh you know you're gonna have to deal I with becoming yeah. a full-time professional at some point i've got an 888 number one. i was gonna say toll free yeah. Doesn't you know back in the days where that mattered, but it's it's easy and it doesn't. And you can get a separate voicemail as well, which can have like a professional greeting on it, yeah. as opposed to just your like, it's Gavin, leave me a message, uh, or not. Right. <laughs> you know. And what I was going to say about the eight 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 number or eight hundred number, if you get one of those, it doesn't geographically tie you down to one area. Oh, that's true. So that's true. if you look at my website, there's really nothing on there that says, this guy lives in Nashville. Right. Well, now I'll, you've just done it. Yeah. But. <laughs> for, for but, you know, anybody out there that just comes across my website, they see that I can provide what they need. Right. They see that it's professional. Then they'll contact me. And nine times out of ten, they don't care where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you this for a fact, that I get plenty of gigs where I book, you know, talk to the person on the phone. I booked a gig, sent them the contract. They're like, oh, I didn't even know you lived in Nashville. We're in wherever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, if you'd known I lived in Nashville, you would never ask me to do the gig because oh, right. you're thinking that you can only hire local talent. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so without a doubt, I, I could easily say 30 or 40% of the people that go through my website uh, don't even know about the Nashville factor or where I live until yeah. we're at contract. Cool. So we've got, you know, got travel built in, all those different things. Uh, but it doesn't limit it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you don't want that. So 
definitely think about having your phone number on there. Uh, and I know event planners and bookering and booker bookers and agents, they want to find you. They want to find you. Yeah. And if you don't have your phone number, they're going to go to the next person yep. that does. Yeah. So that's easy. Now here's here's something that you can decide what you want to do with this either way. <laughs> and I've done both in the past, but right. your schedule. Okay. Your schedule of upcoming shows. Do you post it or not? Here's here's some arguments Ooh. for not. Right. Um, that from from all different angles of, of experience. When you first start, you may not have any upcoming gigs. Yeah. So your calendar is empty. Blank. So what message does that send? Yeah. Or the only ones you have are at you know Joe's Clam Shack or whatever on Saturday at midnight. Yeah. What does that say? What right. it just says about what you're. That's where you're at. You know, that's who you are. So you got an an audience who's into seafood, right? Uh, if you're established, uh, and it's it's kind of like for me, it doesn't matter that I post mine mm-hmm. because ninety nine percent of my things are not public, right? Yeah, like you can't even buy a ticket to see me because unless you're a corporate event planner, right? So, so that that to me tells me I don't need to have what I do is show clips or or videos or pictures from recent events so that people know that I'm still getting booked. Gotcha, okay. And if they want to know about my schedule, uh, they all they have to do is sign up for my rickroberts.com newsletter. Right. And it's in there. So it, I know okay. who's getting it. Yeah. Now, the reason I kind of went that direction is I had a couple of friends. Um, both people actually lived in Texas. And they would post their schedule when they were on the road doing comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. And their houses got robbed conveniently when they were out of town doing oh, comedy clubs. And yes. they pretty much figured that people knew when they were going to be gone for four I, or five days. That has happened actually a lot here in Nashville because we have so many touring musicians mm-hmm. that they go like, can't you know, I can't believe it's my first time out on tour with you know Garth Brooks or something. This is going to be so great. And then they come back and it's all their gear has gone. Yep. Their house has been broken into. Yeah, so. it's, it's extremely easy for people to follow you and stalk you and know when you're in town and yeah. when you're out so it's tricky if, you, if you're working comedy clubs I know you want to get your following out but here's where having that email list is so important you can target an right. email to the people that are in that town instead of broadcasting it across your entire website or Facebook to, everything, to yeah. everybody in the world gotcha. including the people back home who now know you're not there <laughs> Right. so is it going overboard <laughs> and being overprotective to a degree yes but if you do not need to post it in cases like me where I'm doing corporate events yeah uh, or just post it really quickly before the event, and right, then okay. delete it as soon as it's, you know as soon as the show starts because nobody needs to show up and know about it. Well, there's ways to kind of safeguard yourself. Yeah, don't overthink it. I'm just giving you some things to think about. Yeah, well, and and in general, the people who are going to be in, you know, Seattle, Washington, aren't going to be super excited about the gig that you're doing in New York. Right. Well, that's, know, yeah, that's a like, whole other reason too. It's like you know. Like, oh, I can't wait to not see him in New York because I live on the other side of the country, you right. know? <laughs> right. So just think about it. If you do have your schedule up there, keep it super up to date. Yeah. Because this is something else I hear from, you know, uh, speakers bureaus and booking agencies is that if they check your website and the date's clear, yeah, they might be pitching you for something. And then they find out that, hey, you do have a date. You just haven't uploaded your new schedule in the past three months. Yeah. In your book, it makes them look like an idiot and they have less trust in you. And your information on your website. So if you're not sending out avails to your the potential booking agents and stuff like that on a regular basis, they may only have your schedule on your website to look at. Right. Yeah. So it needs to be up to date. And so, the appearance of busy is good. 
It is. I think, you know, <laughs> that's, that's one thing. I mean, I use it. So, you know, I use that appearance of busy. I'm always working. So something's always working. You know? Right. But here's the thing, I guess, on the flip side of that. If you're new, don't fill it up with fake stuff just <laughs> yeah. to make it look like you're busy. Because here's <laughs> what's going to happen. The fake thing that you schedule for next yeah. Saturday will be the first time somebody really wants to book you for next Saturday. Oh, no. And they're going to see that you have a, like, an oh, event. booked, yeah. So you didn't get booked twice on Saturday. Yeah. And you listed it. it once. So keep it real, keep it fresh, and keep it up to date if you're going to put it out there. Yeah. But just be aware, you know, there's a safety issue depending on how you go about things. If, you, if you're if you single, live by yourself, it's not an issue. When you got a family, it's, it's something to consider. It's a huge issue, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm coming at it from, just to let you know. All right. Here's uh, two last little things before we yeah. wrap up. One, with that call to action, If you maybe you have merchandise on your site. That should be a huge call to action because people that purchase your merchandise, you're also going to get their email through their PayPal or however they, they right, pay. Okay. So you're, you're collecting stuff. If you don't have merchandise for sale on your website, but you're trying to get people to come out and see it to clubs, and one thing I used to do was have a coupon on my website that they could print out and bring to the comedy club and get half off my CD or whatever. Okay. You know, I couldn't always say this coupon's good for a half off the ticket price because I wasn't in charge of that. Right. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. That that's an interesting way to maybe guide some people in, into some purchases. Like, hey, if you buy the hat and bring it to the show, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. You yeah. Know. Wear the shirt to the show. Right. Yeah. I've done stuff yeah. like that in the past. Wear the shirt and I'll give you a CD. Yeah. Um, you know, buy one CD, I'll give you the other one for free. Right. But that gets them thinking about coming to see you at least. Yeah. So you have the option of doing that. Simple and easy thing to do. That's cool. Another thing is if you only have a desktop version of your website, yes. you're missing out. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we'll wrap up with this main thought. Look into making sure your website is mobile friendly. Right. This is extremely important. That's why I put it last. I only want the people who are dedicated listeners to, to hear this, although everybody should know it by now. Google has changed their way that they do analytics for you know for their searches. Okay. So if your website is not mobile friendly, it's penalized. Ah. So it, you may you know a month ago had a great location on the Google search for your website. Right. But if you do not have a mobile friendly version of that, it's going to take a hit and somebody's going to move up past you. Gotcha. So what does that in, entail doing? I'm not a computer guy. Like I said, mine are WordPress sites. Yeah. And my web designer called and said, hey, and he was looking out for me, which I thought was really great. Yeah. So thank you, Adam. But he, he emailed me and said, hey, they've got this new thing. Your website's going to be penalized. Would you like me to do this plug-in for you? Right. And with a few tweaks, you know, maybe took him an hour, hour and a half, he was able to get both of my sites website friendly. Cool. So if you haven't been to the schooloflast.com website lately, you can check that out now on your phone, and you'll see with priority we put the podcast and blog post on the first page. Right. So you'll see like a little picture and logo of that particular thing. So it's really easy for you guys to listen to us now. Good. Before... You had to pinch with your thumb and spread it <laughs> That's out. A, yeah. And if you had too many greasy fries, it, it wasn't working at all. It's hard and, to drive your car and use and and do that open thing. Right. It's very hard. It's, yeah, which you shouldn't be doing anyway. <laughs> what are you doing? You're the one that's out there ruining it for everybody. Oh, God. Uh. So, so definitely looking to see if your website's mobile-friendly. I'll put a link in the show notes yeah. where you can type your website address into it, and Google does this little quick thing, and it'll tell you if it's friendly or not. And even if it is friendly, what pages still aren't as friendly as they can be? Okay. So Google wants you to, to be easily found oh, yeah. because that's that's what, that's they, what they do. Yeah. They monetize you, so they want you to be fluid. Yeah. So check that out. Definitely check the show notes. In fact, if you want a tip sheet of all these things, um, I'll put this together for you. You can sign up for the Insider Tip Sheet uh, just by sending me an email saying, yeah. I'd like to sign up for it. <laughs> Schooloflast at gmail.com. And in the next Insider Tip Sheet, which goes out twice a month, this will be automatically included. 
and you'll have it right there. You can print it out and sit down and, and run through your website and check all these things out. Very good. So thank you guys very much for listening. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, feel free to do that. Go do it. And uh, we look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Hey, everybody. It's Rick Roberts. We talked about having a new theme song for the new year. Here's our first option. This is called Baby. All right, the second option is called The Crew. All right, and the third option, I like this the best, I think it's called Goober. So that one was Goober. The first one again was Baby. It goes like this. That's catchy. The second one was called Crew. Sounds something like this. And of course, the last one, Goober. So let me know which one you want for the new theme song. You can email us at schooloflaughs at gmail.com and either vote for Baby, The Crew, or Goober. You know which one I like. Go ahead and let us know, schooloflaughs at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit schooloflaps.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.